0: Good morning everyone. It's good to be with you another day. Today we want to talk about when bad news is really good news. And we'll be looking in the book of Matthew, chapter one, verses eighteen to twenty five. And this is a well known story that Usually we remember the birth of Jesus Christ. But the story that preceded it was an interesting story. A certain man told his friend that his brother was working to get His pilot's license. His friend said, oh, that's great. No, it wasn't great because the engine caught fire. Oh, that's terrible, said his friend. No, it wasn't terrible because he had a parachute. Oh, that's good news. And he answered his friend, no. It wasn't good because the parachute didn't open. Oh, that's awful, said his friend. No, it wasn't so bad because he had an emergency shoot. Oh, that's... Good, his friend replied. No, it wasn't good because that one didn't open either. Oh, that's too bad, his friend said. No, it wasn't so bad because he landed in a haystack. or a haystack. Oh, that's great, said the friend. No, that's not so great because there was a pitchfork sticking out of the hay. Oh, that's terrible. No, not really. He missed the pitchfork. Oh, good. No, it wasn't. He missed the haystack. This story in Matthew chapter 1 did not necessarily turn out as bad as, what I just, as the one I just gave you. And what I'm going to minister about will be how bad news is really good news. Here are the facts. Mary and Joseph were betrothed to each other. And Hebrew engagement period, which was a binding, was as binding as marriage. There were no doubt, ex- they were excited about their future together. They were counting down the days when they had to be together as man and wife, when they would become one flesh. Here comes the bad news, the embarrassing news. Because during this period, both the bride and the groom were to keep themselves physically pure for the other spouse. Because unlike our day, couples were expected to go into marriage as virgins. But it is during this time that Joseph discovered that his wife is is pregnant. It would be embarrassment for both Joseph and Mary as well as the families. Isn't this how life is? We make plans for the future, we set things up the way we want them to be, then some event takes place. And we see our hopes and our dreams fall down around us. We were going so well in 2020. All our plans were good. Country doing well. Economy doing well. Politicians looking towards election. And everybody looking to make a lot of money. And here comes COVID. And COVID has come to put a dent into the plans that we have made. The truth is, however, that like Joseph, we are often blind to the fact that God is at work behind the scenes. In fact, it was God who shattered our dreams. God works His will in our lives in ways we cannot understand. Isaiah 55 verse 8-9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Second Corinthians 4 verse 15 says, For all things are for our sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Consider Joseph, whose path led him from prominence in his father's house, through a pit into Potiphar's house, and through a prison, to the end to be established in a place of power in Egypt. Joseph's reaction to the bad news would reveal his character. And the Joseph we're talking about here is the Joseph that would become the father of Jesus. Three choices confronted him. The first choice is publicly humiliate Mary which would lead to her death under the law at the time. Two, divorce her quietly and just walk away from her, leaving her to raise the child up in shame and poverty. And three, marry her and raise the child up as if it was his own. Which would really have been the choice of a Jewish man at the time. How we respond to these who have hurt us, even to our Christian walk. Is an indicator of the depth of our spiritual walk with God. Joseph's decision is to react in compassion to Mary and deal with her quietly. We should never let the hurt of others cause us to retaliate in an effort to hurt the other. Luke chapter seventeen, verse three says, Take heed to five, take heed to yourselves. If any if thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive him. And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. And the apostle said unto him, Lord, increase our faith. It's not easy when we are faced with the situation of persons hurting us more and more, over and over. Yet, The Lord is saying to us, we should forgive them. Isn't it interesting that God did not send Joseph the answer for direction until he himself had made a decision. God allows us to exhaust all human reasoning before he gives us divine insight in the situation we are facing. So God sent an angel to speak to Joseph and to reassure him that that which Mary was with, was of the Holy Ghost. Interesting, because that encounter changed Joseph's perspective and saw him taking Mary as his wife. Joseph's name will reflect that because the name Jesus means Jehovah is salvation. Jesus' life reflects this because he will be responsible for the salvation of the lost. This he will accomplish through his death on the cross. His resurrection from the dead. And his ascension back into heaven. The fact is that the angel revealed to Joseph a great miracle. Which many in the world today still have not grasped. God entered the world through the womb of a Jewish virgin. And that he will be the saviour of the world. That he is no ordinary child. That he is in fact the son of God. In Luke chapter 2 verse 8 to 11 he says. And they were in the same country. Shepherds abiding in the field. Keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. This Savior is Jehovah, the salvation. Just because the way is dark, do not stop holding to his hand. He may lead you through some desolate places, but he will never forsake you in any of them. Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea. Assurance. Yea. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff take comfort. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup when it's over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Paul had an issue. And the Bible says he went to the Lord three times in prayer asking God to remove this infirmity from his body or from him. The Lord said on the third occasion my grace is sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly therefore will I rejoice Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, Paul says, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Joseph received a divine declaration that the child Mary carries in her womb is none other than the deliverer of whom The world has waited on since man sinned in the garden of Eden. This baby is to be the fulfillment of all the prophecies of the Old Testament. He is to be the end of the law. How we react to bad news will determine how we will get through it. Joseph chose to react in faith to a situation that was promising to be most and rather embarrassing. But Moses reacted in faith. What is our response when we are confronted with bad news? With impossible news? With Joseph's reaction? He responded in pure faith. He had no idea how things were going to work out when he trusted the message of God and took Jesus as his son. True faith does not shrink from the call of God just because others do not understand. But true faith hears the voice of the Lord and simply does as it is told. So Joseph restrained himself. He took her home as his wife Mary. And Joseph may have taken Mary unto his home, but he refrains from having sexual relations with her until she gives birth. He respects the plan of God and knows that she is to be a virgin when Jesus is born. This too is a response of faith. Joseph did the job of a father. He gave the child the name of Jesus. Often, God's call in our lives will be hard to accept and hard to do. But faith doesn't seek the easier road. Faith knows that God has already surveyed the way. He knows where he wants his servants to be. Faith says, Here I am, send me. Isaiah 6 verse 8. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then said, then said I, Here am I. Send me and he said go and tell this people hear ye indeed but understand not and see ye what perceive not when bad news is good news the bad news of hearing that Mary was pregnant in fact was good news Savior, which is Christ the Lord, is to be born of a virgin. And he would come and save mankind from our sins. What a good news story. The good news of the gospel is that Jesus Christ came and died on, the, on Calvary and rose from, the, from death three days. Ascended into heaven and he's sitting at the right hand of God and he makes his succession for us and he will return as king of kings and lord of lords. The good news is that man failed in the garden of Eden. God made a declaration in Genesis that the seed of the woman would crush the head of the serpent. The good news is that Jesus Christ came as a lowly baby in the womb of a virgin young woman. No fanfare. No royalty as we expect royalty to be. But he has come and died and because he died, rose from the third day, we have life and have it more abundant. This is good. This is good news. Let us rejoice this morning that He is able to do far exceedingly abundantly and all we could ever ask The bad news is that man fails regarding. Him. But the good news is that the redemptive plan of God was executed through his own son, Jesus Christ, who came and died the death of a criminal on the cross. But rose triumphantly. And the word of God declared that it led captivity captive. And he now has the keys of death and hell. He also gave gifts unto me. And he rose triumphantly, ascended back into heaven, and will return one day as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. It's a time of contemplation, it's a time of reflection, it's a time when we need to recognize our mortality, our fallibility. So we understand that man is just grass. That today we flourish, tomorrow we die. One virus has brought this squarely to center and front of our minds and of our thoughts. To center, front and center. Let us look unto Him who is able to not just save us but to. Keep us, even through this pandemic and beyond. Let us look to Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this word that good news, bad news will become good news if we have faith in you. We thank you, Lord, that this pandemic As much as it is spreading across the world. That Lord, you are not asleep. You have not gone asleep. We are not an autopilot. You are sovereign and you know everything. We look to you Lord that your people will develop a stronger faith in you. Knowing Lord. That no matter what the news is. No matter how bad it is. We have a hope. That goes beyond our earthly existence. We are thanking you Lord. That this too shall pass. We are thanking you Lord. That we will rise out of this period triumphant. Lord we are asking that your church. Will. Rise out of this stronger. And more determined. To make the right preparations. For your coming. Again. Hear us now, Lord, save souls. Guide us and protect us, we pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.